you know, um, it's supposed to be a nativity service. And you lot are supposed to be happy and joyful and the rest of it. And you know what? I was expecting there to be whoops and, and cheers. And actually, I expected balloons and all that kind of stuff going on. Because it's the children. And they were fantastic. They're absolutely fantastic. I don't know... Um, if many of you know this, but before um, I came here, I was a head teacher. And as a head teacher, you were constantly watching the children perform and parents were sitting down just like you guys. And always the parents were always smiling with their cameras out. And, and then the children would do the most awful play in the world. And it would be terrible. And as a head teacher, you then had to come to the front and you had to be nice about it and say how wonderful it was. <laughs> and the parents would come to you afterwards and they'd be shaking and you're standing at the door and you say, thank you so much for coming. And they go, isn't it, wasn't it wonderful? And you're like, ah. <laughs> but today I would have been proud to have stood and given a comment on what we saw our children do. It was just fantastic. So, because it's our service, I've just got a question, because there's always got to be a bit of competition in here. Um, the children have just done the nativity story. So, how many times have you heard it? How many times? So let's have a little competition. If you've only heard it up until 10 times, put your hand in the air, the nativity story. Okay, that's good. If you've heard it more than 20 times, put your hands in the air. Um, okay, we're going. More than 30 times. Notice I'm going up in tens. More than 40 times. Uh-huh. If you've heard it more than 50 times. Uh-huh. I know you're daring me. You're daring me to go further, and I'm not going to. I like my life. <laughs> um, okay, listen. The thing is, we hear the nativity so many times. I was a Sunday school teacher, and I remember one Christmas, I... Um, got the, 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 the group together and I've sat in front of all these children and I'm about to do the nativity story. And that child put their hand in the air. And I went, yeah, what? Because, uh. and the child says, have you got a different story this year, Mr. Taylor? <laughs> Said we've heard it so many times, <laughs> we need a different story. And it got me thinking. I thought, he's right. We tell the same story every Christmas. But here's the thing. Do we really tell them why? Do we actually share with them why we're telling this story? Do we actually emphasise, hey, the story of Jesus' birth is so exciting. Do we tell them that? Do we tell them why? Have you ever said to the children, do you know that Christmas Day was day one? 
Let me explain. We all know God created us and he made us to be the perfect beings. Beings that he could be proud of. Beings that would worship him. But then sin entered the world. And what started happening was that man started drifting away from God. I want you to imagine it. You know, God's here. And instead of being able to hug us and hold us, he was having to reach out. We were drifting away. We were drifting away. And I want you to know, at that moment, God made a plan. It didn't just, like, wait until, you know, thousands of years ago. At that moment, God made the plan. God decided, I'm going to do something about this. Okay, let's talk about plans. My wife, who apparently loves me very much and, 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 and trusts me, in our house, she watched me decorate the room and I wallpapered it. But there was an arch. I wasn't going to wallpaper the arch, it needed painting. So she says, going to paint, paint that? I goes, yeah. So my plan, go to the shop, buy the tin of paint, buy the brushes, paint the arch. That was the plan. Five years later, <laughs> five years later, the paint was still in the tin, the brushes were still in their cellophane, and the arch was unpainted. I made the plan, did nothing about it. When God made the plan for us, he started in action straight away. Straight away. He started telling people, hey, I'm going to send you somebody. I'm going to send you a saviour. And he is going to be called King of Kings. He's going to have the weight of the government on his shoulders. He's going to be born of a virgin. And God's telling everybody this. This is what makes me laugh. I read the Old Testament. And you know what? In the Old Testament, God does a lot of talking to people and we do a lot of ignoring. He tells us an awful lot we ignore. Has anything changed today? Mm. I'll park that one. That's a different sermon. Right. He told us, I am sending you a saviour. And he put the plan into place and things started happening. And some of it we ignored. Some of this we thought, oh, it probably means it, but it's not happening yet. When I was a kid, my mum and dad were quite strict. So um, it was great when they said they were going out. Especially if they said they were going to church. So off they'd go to church, and as kids, we almost timed how long we had to get up to mischief before they came back, and how long we had to get it all sorted so when they came back, they thought, oh, what wonderful children we've got, okay? We had it all worked out. God was telling everybody, I'm sending you a saviour, and it's almost like people waiting. It's not happening yet. Nothing's happened yet, so we can wait. It's okay. But while that was going on, sin was engulfing our lives. Sin was taking over and God was going, 
I need you back. But I'm telling you, this is what's going to happen. I'm sending you a saviour. He is coming back. Christmas Day. Have you ever thought how many things God put in place for this birth? Have you thought about that? That our God put a star up in the sky. Not just any old star. This star hasn't been seen since. He made this star appear at precisely the right time. These wise men, they didn't suddenly wake up, look at their watch and go, I wonder if he'd been born today. They were making a long journey. So he had the moving way before the birth happened. The shepherds were in the field. The last thing they expected was to be told by angels, you know what, you need to go. Because here in the town of Bethlehem is born to you in the city of David, a saviour who is Christ the Lord. He put all that in place. He kept the king in total darkness. So he didn't know where things were going on. He He blessed a virgin, a woman who loved her God and he chose her and said, you are going to give birth. So he's already got that going in place. God put so much in place. His plan was coming together. And then Christmas Day, day one, Jesus was born. It became the day when God said, my plan in action. Here he is. I've been telling you about this. You haven't been listening. I've been giving you signs. I've been showing you what's going on. But here we are, Christmas Day. Jesus is born. The saviour of the world is born. Day one. Day one. And often we forget that. We concentrate on the baby being born. We forget that God put it all in place because it happened on that day. He chose the day, day one, when God said, here's your saviour. I have put him here for you. I love you. I'm sending you my son. Now, I, I did think about his plan because I thought, if it was me making that plan, I do wonder whether I would have made the plan that in it had my child been killed. I, I do wonder. But God, straight away, this is what's needed. This is what's needed. I'm going to do it. I'm not holding back. I've not held back my plan. I'm not thwarting anything. I am doing it and I'm doing it now. Christmas Day. We celebrate the birth of Jesus, but we should be celebrating as well that it was day one of our lives when God was going to change it for us, when we were going to be given the chance to come to him again. Close your eyes a second. For those of you who have made a commitment for Christ, can you remember day one when you gave your life to Jesus? Can you remember day one?
Can you remember the feeling you had? Can you remember the joy, the happiness, the excitement of your day one? Open your eyes, because that's what you should be celebrating at Christmas. Your day one. You should be celebrating your day one when God, in his grace and mercy, came to you. So, you know, the story, the nativity is fantastic. But put it all together. Jesus was born and it was your day one. It was when, you know, God gave up everything for you. Sometimes we concentrate on Easter and the crucifixion and say God gave up then. But, you know, God gave up on day one because he knew what was going to happen. That was the plan. That was the plan. So today, you know, as we celebrate this wonderful nativity service, the birth of Jesus Christ, let us also celebrate our day one. Let us celebrate the day when we were able to accept the Lord Jesus as our Saviour. Let us remember day one, the very day that Jesus was born, that that was the day God said, my plan in action for you, for you. For you. And he didn't just come so that the people who went to church, he didn't send Jesus just for those people. He sent Jesus for the homeless. He sent them for the starving. He sent them for the lost. Sent them for the bereaved. He sent them for the lonely. He sent Jesus for everybody, for every race, for every colour. He sent Jesus for us. So Christmas Day, celebrate. Celebrate. <laughs> celebrate day one. I have to stop. They gave me 10 minutes and I see from the clock that I'm four minutes over. <laughs> hey, come on, they should have known better, don't you think? <laughs> um, um, I'm going to hand back over to our worship team. But before I do that, can, let me just pray with you. Just feel, I just want to pray. Because for us who have made that commitment to have Jesus as our friend and saviour, it's a time for us to celebrate. But there may be some in here this morning who don't know Jesus and haven't had a day one. Haven't had a personal day one. I just want you to know that God loves you so much. God loves you. And he gave Jesus his birth at Christmas Day for you. And I'm going to say a prayer. And if you want to join in with me, please say the words after. Dear God, we thank you for the birth of your son, Jesus. We thank you that you gave us, day one, the gift of your son. And I want to accept that gift today. So I pray 
that you will come into my heart and that you will change my life like never before. And Father, as we celebrate day one with you, just pray, God, that you'll remind us of the joy, the excitement that we had when we first met you. In Jesus' name and all God's people said, Amen. Amen. I hand over to the worship team. God bless you.